0: Or there's players that can hit those clubs just fine, but they just don't generate enough speed for that whole gapping thing we've been talking about to, to make sense. They get to their 5-iron, and it's only 7 yards in the air past their 6-iron, where they need it to be 10 or 11 yards past their 6-iron. And that's where you, you add the face cup um, for that club. You generate a little bit more ball speed, a little higher launch, a little lower spin than the equivalent iron, and all of a sudden there's, there's the, the, the right gapping.
1: This is a Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and A.J. Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fitting Room Podcast. I'm your host, A.J. Volpel, alongside Nate Adelman. Nate, happy new year, man.
2: Good to see you. I'm refreshed. I'm glad to hear that. How, how a, was
1: it? A lot of New York action in me, Good. so I might my accent might be a little thicker. Uh, yeah. I was there for like 10 days uh, where we closed up shop here at Callaway. Uh, which is kind of crazy, Nate. It's kind of crazy because we have so many amazing products coming well, out that we are going to be so busy in the fitting room. It's it's literally I, insane.
2: I was going to say, I hope you had time to unplug because... I didn't. <laughs> well, I did, not for one day. <laughs> well, I hope you have a lot of caffeine then because... Always. We have a big Q1. <laughs> I know. And we are going to be busy, you and I. I know. Not only with... <laughs> new products today being the first of the new products to talk about but we also have some new members of team Callaway that we will also be talking with I know I know it's gonna be pretty
1: crazy Uh, it's uh, we have a lot to get to my brain is like scrambling right now but we have the first product that we could talk about, which is nice. It's nice to actually be able to finally talk about these things.
2: Right, and this is a good one to lead off with. Yeah, this is a great one. It's a little bit of a niche product. Yep. It's a little bit technical. We're going to go deep into it. Oh, yeah. And this also dovetails nicely from our episode we did about X forged irons and Apex oh, yeah. and B irons, which is one of the most listened to episodes yes. um,
1: that we've had in I would say the last six to eight months. You know, so, so. if you
2: like that episode or yeah. you like those irons, yeah, this episode will help you where those irons get most difficult, which is in the long irons and transitioning those exactly. to the woods. So we're going to talk today uh, specifically about the X forged utilities. But really we're also talking about how you bridge the gap from your driver to your irons. There's tons of options. We got hybrids, we got fairways, Mm -hmm. we got utilities, we have long irons. Right. So there's no right way to do it. Um, We'll go through all those different ways and we will talk about specifically how it applies to the X-Forge utility. Right, and right
1: before we started recording this intro, I was literally asking our guest, Garrett Pong, who's uh, the, I mean, he's the fitting expert over at the ely cowley performance center which is our performance center um and you know you guys have known him from past
2: episodes do you remember, remember? episodes he's still, he's still he's still as, guy yeah he, or episodes <laughs> such as tinkering 101 uh, yep yeah, that's inter- right inter- intermediate garrett. topics and tinkering <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> garrett event. was the guy so the,
1: he knows everything yes yeah, he, so. he fits more uh more human golfers than a lot of other um, fitters uh, in the <laughs> world pretty much but, uh, but what I was getting to, I was literally asking him uh, that we need to go over my gapping because my gapping uh, when I saw the UT's it's a club that really appeals to me but my gapping is completely messed up so I'm hoping that this one, that this episode helps myself personally and hopefully he'll agree to Say yes, AJ. Let's go over your gapping. Well, come out to the performance center, and we'll have a great time.
2: I like if your head's right. in it. I know we'll have a good show here.
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. All I have to do is concentrate. Yes. For for 20 minutes, but um, all right. So let's get to that. This is uh one of the first fitting rooms of many that are going to come along in the month of January. Uh, so buckle up. Let's talk about Apex UT
2: irons with Garrett. Hey everyone, this is Nate from The Fitting Room. I wanted to let you guys know that I was able to trick our e-commerce team into creating a promo code for The Fitting Room Podcast. If you use promo code FITTINGROOM on CallawayGolf.com, you'll get free shipping on your entire order and 20% off anything in the Team Callaway collection. So head over to CallawayGolf.com and use promo code FITTINGROOM.
1: All right, you guys, we are back. We are talking all things X Forge UT, We are going to hopefully answer your questions if it should go in your bag, if you should try it, if you should use it instead of a hybrid, if you should use it instead of your irons. Nate, our guest here, Garrett Pond, well actually, forget you, let me talk to Garrett. Okay. Garrett, you actually use two uh, Apex UT irons in your bag instead of your four and your five iron. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. As soon as I got my hands on them, I tried the whole set
0: out and kind of sorted out how they uh, how they worked for me. And mm-hmm. uh, I slipped the four iron kind of in my bag as something to hit off the tee, and the five iron as something a little bit easier to hit up into the air, into a long par three or a layup on a par five. And they've they've worked out great. Okay,
1: nope. so so you've been you've been fitting, uh, you've been fitting a lot of people with these clubs over the years. And what is would you say is the number one reason? Uh, somebody gets fit into say an 18 degree or a 21 degree um, instead of a hybrid or something. Um, generally, someone's going to use one
0: of these either to hit it um, shorter than a hybrid. But believe it or not, mm-hmm. a lot of guys nowadays have so much speed they hit a hybrid and it's they need a layup club that goes shorter than that, and that's mm-hmm. this UT. Or some players spin a hybrid up into the air far too much, and an iron at uh, you know a comparable loft will. Uh, tend to produce a little lower spin than the the hybrid, Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll fly a little bit lower as a result. So whether it's something uh, to hit a little shorter than a hybrid or a little lower than a hybrid, and some players just struggle to hit hybrids straight, um, people often comment they miss hybrids to the left. Um, Less often they'll say they miss them to the right, and then you stand up there with with an iron, and uh, they'll they'll just hit a little bit straighter. So you kind of get three general
2: comments as to why they're looking for something like that over the hybrid. So Garrett, let's back up just a second. We have a player typically will get fit for a driver, they'll get fit for the irons, and one of the most difficult things about getting the setup right is that transition from the driver down to the irons. Tons of options, there's high lofted fairways, there's long irons, there's hybrids, and there's also UTs like the X-Forge utility. Can you talk a little bit about your approach uh, in, gaping, in bridging that gap from the irons to the, to the driver?
0: Yeah, it can get uh, kind of confusing at first when you got pretty much four options at the same loft kind of fighting for one spot in the bag. (laughs) And basically, kind of um, what you're looking for, for the gaps to make sense as you progress from your short irons to your mid irons, mid irons to your long irons, is a a progression in carry distance. And the thing that you're looking for to maintain that equal carry distance um, is a similar change from one club to another in ball speed as well as backspin. And when we're looking at the numbers on the track, man, with tour players or amateurs alike, that number, that kind of magic range in a change of speed is like four, five, six miles an hour. And That's per, per, per iron you're saying? Per club, right, yeah. Per club. If it gets too close together, you run the risk of those two clubs carrying almost the same distance. Gotcha. If it's too far apart, you run the risk of those two clubs being a huge distance apart and you have a gap between them that mm-hmm. you, you um, aren't comfortable with, it's too big of a gap. And the other part of that is the spin. Backspin's gonna give the ball lift, uh, just like wings on an airplane. So if you have um, more spin, you're gonna get more lift. Less spin, you're gonna get um, less lift and get the ball go a little bit further rather than up. So the change from one club to the next, I like to see somewhere between four, five, 600, maybe seven or 800 at tops, uh, difference between one club to the next so the whole thing uh, going through your bag at some point in the bag a player starts to have clubs um, too similar in carry distance hmm. and that often happens with a tour player it might happen at a two iron or a three iron for them and a lower head speed player or an amateur that might happen at uh, you know four five or six iron hmm. or some players even higher um, so basically as you go through the bag and you test clubs you just got to figure out where that spot in the bag starts to happen, where you either um, aren't creating enough of an increase in ball speed for your club to go longer than than the next, or um, the
2: spin rates don't don't work out to where you're going to have the right distance gap. So, what are some of the pros and cons of when you're making? I guess it sounds for you, you you'd rather start with your irons and work up to your driver, as opposed to the other way around. Yeah,
0: definitely I like to start with kind of what you're gonna. Like playing with with your shorter clubs and mid irons and long irons and then kind of just keep that whole, it's like a sliding scale, keep that whole Mm -hmm. recipe uh, for um, a change in ball speed and change in spin
2: as you get all the way to kind of your three wood. And so what are some of the pros and cons you see of those four options? Obviously, when when you don't hit the ball speed and the spin goals that you were just talking about, you might go then go to the UT, but what are what are some of the pros and cons of UT versus hybrid versus high lofted fairway? Sure, um,
0: if you're talking high lofted fairway, um, say we'll talk um, seven wood for instance, that would be considered a real typical high lofted fairway. Um, that's got about the same loft as a three hybrid, a three utility, or a three iron. So you got all those options for one, one kind of um, spot in your bag. The 7-wood's the longest and lightest club. You're going to generate potentially the most ball speed there. So if that recipe we were talking about with ball speed, if you're really suffering to generate enough speed with all the shorter, heavier options, you go to the 7-wood to to create a little more velocity so that it flies farther than, say, your 4-hybrid or 4-iron or 4-utility or whatever is in that next spot higher up. Uh, The potential negative of that club is... um, that it might spin too much if you're already generating a lot of spin. Um, So you could potentially go down one spot kind of in terms of size, length, forgiveness to a three hybrid, which is a little shorter than the seven wood, longer than the utilities and the irons. So you might not generate quite as much speed swinging the, the hybrid, but it might be a better fit for spin. And some players will hit the seven wood and three hybrid, and both of them kind of work out well for how far you carry the golf ball and you just have a preference for one over the other. Hybrids are a little more versatile when you start getting in in tougher lies in the rough, side hill lies, um, fairway bunkers, that sort of thing.
1: Right, like some players are just not going to like – some players just don't like the look of a hybrid versus a seven-wood or maybe a three-iron or something like that, right? So a lot of it also just comes down to personal preference on what they like behind the ball. Yes, a lot of people make up their mind kind of before – you have
0: to even hit them. Just well,
2: I, I've experienced exactly what you said. I, I hit the three hybrid and the seven wood about the same distance carry, but the seven wood will stop for me and the hybrid will roll out. And so depending on how you want to use it, that's how you can choose. If it's a something off the tee and you want roll out, go yeah. that way. If it's something where you need to stop it on a par five and two, then maybe you opt for the one that stops. Right. Yep. General
0: rule of thumb too with trajectory if you've got similar club, similarly lofted clubs as we're talking about 3 iron 3 hi- three hybrid 3 utility 7 wood generally speaking the bigger the head the higher the ball is going to go mm. so if you're not you know working with a fitter and you're trying to decipher you know what what's going to be a better option for you and you don't know a lot about ball flight and everything you know you need to hit it higher the bigger option between the, whatever you're looking at is probably going to go
1: up in the air more. And these things, they used to be called driving irons. So a lot of, a lot of golfers, especially tour players, prefer them off the tee. So if, if that's something that maybe you don't like hitting a wood or a hybrid off a tee, this would be another option you look to to replace that because it'll give you confidence off the tee to hit it straight and hit a lot more fairways. Is that right? That's pretty common with the tour players. And um, one of the things we see with
0: with those guys a lot is that if you give them a hybrid, um, they're usually looking for a specific yardage for this club to go. And a lot of times it's a 250 club or a 240 club or a 255, somewhere in that range. That's the yardage they expect this club to go. And if you give them a, a, a hybrid, they run the risk of producing so much spin that the ball kind of balloons up into the air Mm -hmm. on them and it's a little tough to control the, the the distance or the direction if there's wind and that sort of thing so if they were to use a hybrid that produced lower spin then all of a sudden you're using a lower lofted version of their hybrid and they're gonna they're gonna be creating so much ball speed with the appropriate spin that all of a sudden that yardage they want the that club to go, instead of 250, it's 265, and it's farther than they need it to go. It's too close to their Mm three-wood. So to get it back to 250 in this scenario, um, they need to reduce the ball speed and keep the spin where um, that hybrid was just going at 265. And to do that, that's where this utility comes in. It's a little slower off the face because it's a shorter club. It's basically an iron length, and a lot of those guys use their iron shafts in these clubs rather than a graphite hybrid shaft. Um, so they're not going to swing that club as fast. And even though it's the same loft, you use the length of the club, the weight of the club to essentially slow the ball speed down to
2: where now they're achieving a 250 yard shot. For those who struggle with high spin in particular, mm-hmm. um, like one of our colleagues out here, he'll go straight from the UT to his driver because getting rid of like even a hybrid spins way too much mm-hmm. for him. So, and a fairway wood spins a lot too. So. He can hit this thing two sixty five. What do you need a three wood anymore for? You sure, know, so yeah, just um, completely replaces it. So the X Forge UT, brand new to the line, is an update of the Apex Utility. So Garrett, can you talk a little bit about the differences in uh, the differences between the X Forge UT and for all the people, many people out there that already have the Apex right. Utility? Right.
0: Yeah. Sure. So kind of your your starting point is to take what you know about what you've got, right? So the apex utility um how does it work for players what what were kind of some of the obstacles that you've got with getting those to work really really well um you see take that information and kind of make some adjustments to the club and then you try and maybe add some technology with to make it uh, a little bit better as well so the things that we struggled with with some of the players last year with the apex utility was that it was hard for some players to draw Mm -hmm. which coincidentally made it Something that some players loved. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, overwhelmingly, it was further right than a player's equivalent iron. So, as you transition from, say, if a pro's using a, a set of irons three through pitch, and then they have this two utility, all their irons produce a straight shot or a little subtle draw. Then you hit the two utility, <laughs> and it's a little bit of a push or a little bit of a fade. Yeah. And they tend to like anything that's iron shaped to produce the same shot shape with the same swing. Rather than have to try and remember, okay, my utility doesn't turn over as easy, so I got to adjust, you know, before I try and hit this. So uh, one of the things that you can do to make it a little uh, easier to turn over is shorten the blade length. So that's what we've done with the X Forge utility. It's slightly shorter from heel to toe than last year's model. The other thing you can do is, is change the offset, which is you know positioning the the hosel or shaft slightly out in front of the face. Where uh, last year we combined very little offset with a very long heel-to-toe length, the uh, the new X forged has slightly shorter heel-toe length, slightly more offset, and those two things kind of added up to to be able to produce a shot shape that's more in pattern with uh, the type of iron that people tend to uh, transition to from these, which would be your muscle back irons, Apex Pro type of irons. Uh, X yeah, any, yeah, any, forged irons, so, any any sort of tour right. tour type blade. Yeah. Now we think we've got something that's a pretty better, a pretty seamless transition for uh, producing the same shot shape. Yeah. And
1: I heard a little something also about uh, 360 face cup technology in these things, or that, what? That's the next <laughs> part of the story. So <laughs> if you get the the uh, um,
0: shot shape thing sorted out to where you've got a little bit of an improvement there, can you add some technology to increase? distance yeah so yeah they've got the the face cup that uh a lot of our other irons have that uh, basically compared to last year's increase the ball speed a fraction and decrease the spin a fraction so those are kind of the two main uh, recipe right for creating
2: a little bit more distance and oh i know what you're gonna say for those i'll um, let you say it i'm unfortunately <laughs> i have to caveat this with uh, an apology to our left hand i friends. know i know but <laughs> one of the things we also did we added a five and a six yep so talk about beautiful looking but also very forgiving uh all the way up to the six iron yeah 27 and a 30 degree so that's really exciting i know those ones have been really fun to just test out at the range something that looks compact looks like a player's iron but performs like a utility it's absolutely fantastic Right. And it has a lot of that. It has, I mean,
1: face cup technology, which is just um, a lot of, I feel like a lot of golfers are going to see that. And that's going to be one of the most appealing things about these irons because maybe they've played face cup. Maybe they've always wanted to play a UT, uh, but didn't get the distance. And now they could potentially get that distance um, with these new um, X-Forge UTs. Are you, are you fitting a lot of players into these Garrett, or would you say it's um about the same as kind of it always is like it's a trendy club for it, some better players and some players looking for specific characteristics.
0: Uh, there's definitely a niche for this yeah. that player for sure. There's there's a lot of players um, that like blades, hit them okay, but by the time they get to the mid irons, you know it's they're hard to hit. Mm-hmm. Smaller clubs, not very forgiving. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, or there's players that can hit those clubs just fine, but they just don't generate enough speed for that whole gapping thing we've been talking about to, to make sense. They get to their five iron and it's only seven yards in the air past their six iron where they need it to be 10 or 11 yards past their six iron. And that's where you, you add the face cup um, for that club. You generate a little bit more ball speed, a little higher launch, a little lower spin than the equivalent iron. And all of a sudden there's, there's the the, the right gapping. And then, of course, um, um, as you get uh some players that just want something more forgiving in that spot, they're not so worried about the gapping, they're not so worried about the trajectory they're just they don't hit that club very solid so
2: mm-hmm. do we do you have any plans to extend this from through maybe the nine iron? I think that'd be pretty they awesome. Want, they want a full set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want I to go two.
1: They want to go two through a wedge. I would game Utah. that. I would game that. Yeah, totally yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we will be chipping with a UT before long. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So before we let you go, Garrett, I got one. I have one more question. I'm not sure if Nate, uh, what Nate's got up his sleeve, but has Phil asked you to build any of these for him yet, or has he requested any of these yet? Because I know he always had these kind of in and out of his bag um, over the years. Um has there been any contact with Phil about Apex U T. Absolutely. In All fact right. he's uh, export ex- UT, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's uh <laughs> he actually used one of these at the President's Cup. Oh there you go. Yeah. Nice.
0: What what degree is he using? Uh he's got an eighteen degree, oh, which nice. I think is kind of gonna have a spot in his bag for a lot of the tournaments. He's always one nice. to uh kind of take a look at what's coming up in the schedule and set his, his clubs up appropriate for certain events. Um, so it might be in one week and not another. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a 21 degree as well. Um, I don't know if he's he's going to use that or yeah. or a, a, an actual three or four iron more often. Yeah. But the 18 degree looks like something that he's uh, kind of like we were talking about that 250-yard shot. Yep. He's like that's a yardage that in his mind he has to have. And that, that club hits that, that number for nice. him pretty good. Yeah.
1: And when we were at an ad shoot with him uh, a couple weeks ago in Tucson – he had the x uh five and six irons, and then he had uh, muscle backs, uh, the new muscle backs from seven down. So, that's uh, the so tr- he's got that's, a nice little that's mixed bag. That's the
2: triple combo set. A uh, four yep.
1: iron Epic Pro, I think, is in there too, Garrett. Yep. Oh, that's the, oh no, that's, that's the quad. That's the quad combo. This bag was sick, man. we got to come up with new words this, for that. <laughs> this I bag know, was pretty cool. I remember we saw Daniel
2: <laughs> Daniel Berger had three different types of Apex yeah. as a combo set. That was cool. <laughs> right. It yep. fills up to four now. That's <laughs> and, and it's... It's epic, a, uh, epic and X forged, I guess. Yeah, that's great. It was yeah. pretty cool to see though, man. He
1: was he, he was pretty pumped on the setup too. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, he he's really
2: liking his clubs right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, Garrett, it's always a delight to have you here. Uh, you're you're always one of my favorite guests that we have. So Absolutely. so definitely come back soon. We have uh a lot of new stuff coming in this new year we sure do and aj and i are gonna be basically (laughs) full-time podcasting now so hopefully we'll get you back soon
1: yes absolutely thanks a lot gary appreciate it buddy thanks for having me guys all right we'll see you guys next time